0: You've tuned into Geek Elite Radio Good luck My name is Oliver Queen
1: My name is Barry Allen You're blind but you see so much Everything we've been doing It all leads here Suit up Jim Gordon, GCPD. I hear good things about you, Counselor. Harvey Dent. Likewise. About you, Detective. You think you know me, but I've never been more than what each of
0: you has created. (laughs) Just look at the flowers. So you finally finished Jessica Jones. I know we're not going to talk about it this episode, but, you know, what did you think?
1: I really enjoyed it. Not going to lie, the first two episodes I thought were really slow, but it started picking up and... You know, I was like, "Oh, I can't wait for the next episode! Can't wait for the next episode after that."
0: <laughs> I was, I was the same way. Like, not so much about the slow episodes. I just, I was so anticipating the next episode every time. So, I, I you know, I'm one of those people that got it done in that first weekend, <laughs> and now I'm waiting for other people to, 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 to finish up so we could, so I could talk to them about it. So I'm glad that uh, you finished it up. Um, I think in a couple weeks because this week is going to be the finale for um you know Arrow and Flash and last week was the finale for Go- or Gotham and Walking Dead so we're going to be I don't know how much longer Supergirl is going to be going Agents of Shield is off so we're going to definitely have a, a week to talk about Jessica Jones maybe two. woo any other news that you saw in this week I saw would you think of the Legends of Tomorrow trailer and poster so that second preview
1: you told me to check out was awesome. I really liked it. Um there was one specific line that uh Rip delivered that just sent, you know, just gave me chills.
0: Is it the the Men of Steel and the Knights Darks and Knights or whatever? Yes.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, that that was a that was a great line. I, I loved it. Um that whole trailer, that whole premise, that poster looks amazing. Um I'm so anticipating that show. It
1: looks really good. It might be, you know, better than
0: The Flash and Arrow. Ooh, those are bold words, man. Flash, people are loving Flash. Like, people who don't even watch superhero shows love Flash. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I think, I I love ensemble casts, like in movies, and TV shows. So, uh, superhero ensemble casts, I mean, this is like, if you think about it, this is the closest thing that you could get to a justice league tv show right <laughs> <laughs> they have superheroes galore just looks so good the all the special effects look awesome time traveling time traveling they're gonna be in different costumes all the time that's kick-ass yep <laughs> <laughs> uh what what else did you see this week?
1: Um, I just um, saw basically I read an article. Um the uh, the costume designer for Batman Superman, uh Michael Wilkinson, he went to a comic uh convention in Brazil um and he got pretty uh spoiler heavy.
0: It- Ooh, spoiler heavy. Alright, people, if you don't want to hear what he had to say, if you've avoided this article, go ahead and uh, s- Scrub forward the next 30 seconds, and uh, you won't hear what, what Daniel's about to tell you. So
1: everything that happened in the desert scene, uh, we all kind of uh, knew this was just a dream sequence, but it's finally confirmed that it is a dream sequence, um, that hence Nightmare Batman.
0: Right, Nightmare Batman.
1: And then uh, the second uh, thing he did mention is that uh, Ursa Miller... Uh, will be making a cameo as a flash in this movie so not only will they have Aquaman but they will have the flash
0: well there you go all right uh, take it as you fit um, whether or not that's true whether it's uh actually spoiling something that's up to you uh, you know we here at televised relics are just telling you what we read <laughs> <laughs> uh, I so- did you see that supergirl is going to have uh Silver Banshee in the show.
1: No, I didn't see that. Yeah at, at all. At
0: some point later in this season they they have a uh, cast uh, uh actress by the name of Italia Ricci. I guess she's on a show called Chasing Life or she was is um going to be uh, Silver Banshee. So we're gonna get some supernatural in uh Supergirl which is you know fitting because one of the two things that can hurt kryptonians on earth is kryptonite and magic so so silver banshee if they decide to keep her magical is going to be should be a good foe for supergirl
1: is this going to be for the uh, second season or for the second half of the
0: first season i believe it's the second half of the first season oh wow any other news that you saw fit to Uh, talk about
1: just had uh, two producers, uh, two big producers from both uh, Flash and Supergirl have met up, and there's a talks of a crossover episode with them, too.
0: Ooh. Can you have a source for that? Where did you get it? Read was it was a,
1: a comic, I think, ComicVine or ComicBook.com?
0: ComicBook.com or ComicVine.com? Yeah. I imagine yeah, if I can you Yeah, uh, one of those two google it they'll probably it'll probably show up on one of those two comicbook.com usually has a lot of uh really good articles or you know what rumors theories. i guess also <laughs> yeah theories uh i think the last thing and this just broke today while we right before we record we started recording um iron fist got itself a showrunner for you know for the longest time and people were uh uh, the rumors were that it could not find a showrunner. No one, no one was up to the task to do a thirteen-episode superhero supernatural show. And now we have uh, uh, executive producer Scott Scott Buck is going to showrun Netflix's Iron Fist show.
1: Awesome man! Uh, Marvel is really putting everything out there with Netflix, man.
0: Well, yeah, dude. Uh, that's I think that model is just perfect for these shows cuz they're they're way they're too, too gritty for regular TV. They're too gritty, too dark, you know. Uh but they're they they're probably not
1: DC take a hint.
0: Uh right? DC should <laughs> take a hint.
1: <laughs> Constantine, boom.
0: <laughs> Ooh, Constantine would do amazing there. So, I wonder if 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 it's part of Marvel's like contract with them that they can't do a DC show. If that was true, like Amazon or Hulu should pick it up cuz that would be pretty awesome. Agreed. All right, I think that's uh, pretty good for news this week. How about you?
1: I think we covered a lot of uh different topics.
0: Good. All right, let's uh Get right into Gotham. Wow. What did you think of this episode? I thought it was pretty impactful.
1: Oh, man. I feel like I say this about every episode, but this one was by far the best one out of the season.
0: <laughs> That's okay. I, I understand. You know, the, the, these episodes are just getting uh, definitely better and better, and uh, obviously uh, miles ahead of season one. So, let's, I mean, we had how many different, we almost had like, I don't want to say three different endings to this episode. <laughs> not, I mean, not, not three different endings, but it ended three times, where we had like two post-credit, you know, scenes, basically. Uh, so, we have Gordon's going up against Galavan uh, with, with teaming up with the Penguin, Isn't that, that's, you know, it's kind of led up to this throughout the whole season, but they finally teamed up.
1: I know, and I guess we all saw it coming, but damn, I didn't think that he would actually go through with it to team up with the, uh, with the penguin.
0: Very true. Didn't, didn't think it was actually going to happen, but he did. Um, he teamed up, he had, he had Bullock on his side, he had, uh, Barnes, not so much on his side, uh, but they went up against Galvan and, you know, they became, they, they were victorious. They, they won.
1: Yeah. Uh, they did win.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how crazy, like they show up in that temple and you know, Oh man, fuck, Bruce Wayne just ready to accept his death. Like nobody's business. He's like, Hey, I get to go see my parents. Totally yep. <laughs> totally figured out Silver's, like, little, like, ruse that she was trying to play him. And he still helps her out and gives her a kiss so that Uncle Galavant, or Uncle Theo doesn't kill her. Send her out on her own. And, uh, you know, bam! Just craziness. Uh, then you have this whole, the whole cult sitting there coming after... Uh, Alfred, Gordon, Penguin, and Bullock with knives, and they got guns, and they're like, you silly bastards. (laughs) Just unloaded on them until the one dude jumps, like, 20 feet in the air, coming at, uh, was it Bullock with a knife, and Bullock just shoots him out of the air. (laughs) That
1: was awesome.
0: (laughs) Then Gallivan gets away, like, just for a little bit, while with... with Wayne in, in, in tow. Right. And, uh, how, I mean, how how does he get, how does, how does Bruce Wayne get saved? By freaking Alfred. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He pulls, he he does the great job. He he saves him. So, uh, you know, (laughs) it's, it's Gordon is about to shoot him, but he eventually decides, no, I'm going to, I'm going to arrest him. Right. And, well, hold on. How did
1: that go down? I mean, what did Barnes say? He said if we're going to arrest him, it's going to be, you know, done the right way, right? We're going right. to do it by the books.
0: Right. I, Don't forget, the, though, also uh, Theo's sister, Tigress, she totally, like, was like, no, I'm done playing your games. You you screwed up too bad, and uh, now you're on your own. Totally left him high and dry.
1: That's true. That's right. And they jumped off of the building with the parachutes. That's
0: right. Her and Silver jumped out of the, the uh, jumped out. So there you go. You know he was he was left to, to his own and uh, was totally uh, defenseless. And uh, you know he goes to arrest him, but then uh, was it Penguin hits Barnes over the head?
1: yeah he hits uh hits him over the head with the with the vase knocks him out
0: so then they take him to the they take him out to the pier and he lets he lets <laughs> he lets penguin go crazy on him and then uh he just goes no that's enough that's enough and he pulls the trigger bam bullet to the head
1: dude I honestly thought he was going to make it, you know, till the end of the season, not a mid-season finale villain.
0: Oh, craziness, man, craziness. So, Bull- or Barnes, or not Barnes, Gordon has killed Galavan. Galavan is no longer, you know, in charge. Uh, not a threat anymore. And what do we see the Penguin do? He takes an umbrella and shoves it down his throat. His throat. <laughs> oh my goodness. Awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know that was just a little little piece on the on the you know the end right there. You know this shows that Gordon, like the other killing that Gordon did, was kind of in self defense. The guy was going to shoot him, so he shot he shot uh, he shot him before he could kill him. But this one is totally straight up cold blooded. He killed him.
1: I know. It, it got insane to the point where I just shot him.
0: Now, we saw the umbrella thing in one of the... I almost want to say kind of a, uh, a post-credit scene. The umbrella thing was revealed to us when he was wheeled into uh, Indian Hill.
1: Yep. And that's like, oh, that's kind of disgusting.
0: So, as we we learned in earlier episodes, Indian Hill is where they took Firefly and... They explain that everybody thinks you're dead, but you're not. You're here to hang out with us. And did you see who else was in one of those silver or those liquid tanks?
1: I was going to bring it up. Yeah, <laughs> Fish Mooney was there.
0: Fish Mooney was in that tank. Just, I, I called it earlier. <laughs> you called him, Ed. <laughs> so, you know, any villain that has died this past season or last season is up for grabs, it almost seems like. What are they doing to him? Are they... Are they somehow putting them back together or they using, you know, their brains for something? I can't, I mean, how does, how is he going to bring Galavan back together after a bullet to the head?
1: No idea.
0: (laughs) Uh, Well, I, you know, I can't wait to see what BD Wong has to do with, um, you know, or I should say Dr. Strange now, Dr. Hugo Strange. What he's going to do with these, these characters um Leslie Tompkins is pregnant yeah I, I mean you don't think
1: that she just said said it to you know like come on just just stop worrying about this let's run let's head out of town yeah, I'm pregnant.
0: I mean I guess that's a possibility that she's making that up but that's a harsh lie you know that's a that's a big one to say hey I'm pregnant when you're not really not
1: yeah <laughs> i
0: <laughs> i mean i guess you could always play it off as well i was trying to save your life you know you're gonna get yourself killed uh james you know i i needed to save you so so it's possible uh but in the end he he went away with her in the car yeah i mean okay so i gotta say
1: barnes is probably alive so is Barnes going to send out a team or the FBI to search for Gordon now? Is he going to be on the run?
0: Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know. Uh, he he might because he's very by the book. But then again, he might let it all slide because, you know, no, no, you're not. You're right. They didn't get they didn't galvan. So they might he might have him a warrant for his arrest for Gordon's arrest. We'll have to see. And um
1: Barbara was right. She said that there was a monster inside of, you know, Gordon and we finally saw that monster.
0: It came true. There you go. There you have it. Last thing, very last thing of this episode. Who did we get to see?
1: We saw Captain Cold. I mean Doctor Fre- Mr.
0: Freeze. <laughs> <laughs> he so did look like Captain Cold. That's so weird. Why did why did they make Mr. Freeze look like Captain Cold? I think I think it might since since we're still in Gotham and it's still kind of a uh, 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 begins, basically it's a it's a begins for everybody. Maybe he he doesn't have the 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 classic glass suit because he doesn't have that he hasn't had that uh, experiment go wrong where he needs to stay cold all the time. He's just testing out the gun. Oh, okay, you, so at this
1: point, do you think his wife is alive or dead?
0: His his wife might still be alive. Oh wow. We'll have to see. I'm I'm excited. Freeze is Mr. Freeze is one of my favorite favorite uh Batman rogues, so we'll we'll have to see what happens.
1: And that guy, he basically uh no pun intended, but shot him in cold blood. Yeah him.
0: straight up. <laughs> uh I you know, that's that's gonna be it's gonna be a good villain for next season, I think. Or not next season, but the end of the this season, or second half of the season. However, you want to say it. I
1: wonder what's going to go wrong and what's going to interfere and why he becomes a total baddie, or how that's going to play out. I should say we all know what happens.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah, we'll have to see. You know, he just we'll, we'll have to see what happens. Any theories you have for next half of the season?
1: Um, I feel that Bruce is going to continue his training. Um, don't know exactly how, but I know he will.
0: Okay. Yeah, definitely. We know that there's going to be a Matches Malone. So what what are we going to learn from that character? Uh, we know that Hugo Strange will be a big part of it. You know, he's supposed to be a psychiatrist in the DCU, but he uh, obviously is going to be doing some type of bio-physiological uh, uh, experiments. So maybe we'll get to see, you know, uh, an actual Harley Quinn or Doctor Harley Quinzel, Harleen Quinzel.
1: That could be very, very true. Very a big possibility.
0: All right, uh, Supergirl i enjoyed this episode the red tornado episode uh definitely i di- definitely thought that he looked better than the photos that were leaked of him earlier and or not i don't know if they were leaked but the f- still photos that came out of him earlier in this year
1: i agree uh only thing that really did bother me was the horrible cgi
0: eyes you see that was the uh, that was the part that i i liked better though because it's Better than the photos that were put out earlier where there was no CGI and you could just tell they were human eyes. I
1: mean, they could have problem solved. They could have used yellow contacts or something.
0: Yeah, they could have done something better. Yeah, you're right. Um, but, you know, it, we we got to see Dr. Tio Morrow, which was cool. We got to uh, see the Red Tornado, which plays a big part in the in the DCU. Uh you got to see how, oh, basically, Kara has to work on on focusing her anger.
1: Yep. Uh, you know, road rage and superpowers don't mix.
0: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> as we've seen in many, many a superhero TV show.
1: Oh, I was going to say, um, so, you know, you're not the only person to think the TVs are dumb. Um, uh, Grant's mom said the TVs are dumb as well. <laughs>
0: That's true, see? Me and uh, 70-year-old women that we think like. It's, <laughs> it's pretty awesome. No, it's not. Uh, you know, anything else that happened in this episode? We With uh, side characters, there was a lot more of... Uh, we get to see Lucy Lane. She's in her military garb and her military job. And there was more of uh, Jimmy trying to prove that he's worthy of of lucy or i guess you know the two of them are are a good couple especially against her father sam lane
1: yep um another thing i want to say is um basically uh how hank was standing up for for not only cara but the whole deo
0: that's right yep he was he was definitely uh playing the the leader, the, you know, he was stepping up to the leader role. But I want to get to this Hank now. So remember my theory, folks, that Hank Henshaw is actually a Martian Manhunter. So what we hear from Alex or from Kara, the little bit of uh, stuff that they, the information they pulled out was that Hank Henshaw and Dr. Danvers ...were doing some experiment or they were doing something, the two of them went away, only Hank Henshaw came back. So I think my theory that they were able to make contact with Martians and, you know, if you remember to Martian Manhunter's origin in comic books... ...he came to Earth and as soon as he made himself visible to the scientists that brought him to Earth... That scientist died of a, of a heart attack right, right there. So, if, And then he took over that guy's personality or persona for a little while, identity for a little while. So if you take into that into account, maybe they brought Martian Manhunter to Earth for whatever reason and uh, something went wrong. There was an explosion. Hank Henshaw and Dr. Danvers both died and Martian Manhunter was only able to make contact with Hank Henshaw... So he took over that personality. Boom.
1: Mind blown, people. Mind
0: blown. (laughs) Just wait. You're going to find out. He's a good guy. He's Martian manhunter, which is going to be exciting.
1: Oh, I hope so. If you're right, I'm like, all right, bow down before Mitch. (laughs) Uh,
0: Any other parts of this this episode that you want to do? There was a lot of uh, Maxwell Lord in this episode again
1: right um uh, very still very lex lutherish
0: very yes, I, very much
1: so now I feel I don't know, I feel maybe to try to breach the d e o um from just from this episode, maybe uh Lord is going to you know try to befriend Alex, try to get in her pants, try to uh, find out all the secrets, I
0: definitely think that's gonna happen i de- definitely think Alex is falling for Maxwell Lord, so. We'll have to see what what eventually happens between those two if they if they uh you know if maybe one is is gonna be able to turn the other you know right whether that means Alex going bad or Max Willow becoming good
1: i I don't think Max is gonna become good
0: <laughs> I mean technically we didn't see too much of him doing too much evil. He did make those bombs, but he was trying to test to see how how good the alien would do, what what, what decisions she would make. He just wants to know. He's inquisitive. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I did um, just two more things that really stood out for me was um, I like the little Rocky montage that they had with the car upside down instead of being the the meat and uh the punching bag. Yep,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know you know every good TV show movie needs a montage, you know, a good training <laughs> montage.
1: <laughs> and then uh the other thing I really liked um how that fight uh was shot with uh with the scientists and with Alex and with uh, Kara fighting the uh, Red Tornado. Right,
0: yeah. They were good. <laughs> it was kind of like, uh, did you see that Real Steel movie with Hugh Jackman? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was good. So, yeah, it was it was nice that uh, we got to see her kind of let loose a little bit more.
1: Oh, um, and since I had to download these episodes, I've been meaning to ask you, do they do any uh, reveals like the Flash or arrow had been doing at the end of supergirl?
0: No, not that I've noticed. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't I, know if- I I stay to the end of the episode, but I'm pretty sure there's nothing after there's no like after credit thing.
1: Okay, I want to make sure I'm not missing anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're good. Speaking cool. of <laughs> Flash and Arrow big crossover event this 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 week. Yep. How really did you feel one. about it? It was, you know, all Hawk
1: people. All I gotta say is, um, I really liked the first part. Uh, so the Flash crossover, I love that one, and then uh, the Arrow one, I felt like that one was a little bit rushed.
0: Interesting. I, I, I you know, I see what you're saying. Uh, I thought it was interesting that how much of the Flash episode was about. I guess arrow and his crew. And then how much of the arrow episode was about flash and his powers. So yep. it was, it, I, it was very, I mean, maybe that's what they want to do with these, uh, crossover episodes more than anything else is try to get people who only watch one of the two shows to watch the other show. But I did love this crossover episode, like every part of it. And, um, I mean, I, let's just talk about both episodes as one thing. Both shows as one episode. Vandal Savage. What did you think of him as a villain? I mean, this is going to be our villain for Legends of Tomorrow.
1: He, uh, I would have loved to see a lot more of him, and I know that we will on the you know Legends of Tomorrow. He was just really interesting, and he gave off this whole badass demeanor
0: the whole time. <laughs> very, very. Very much so. You know what's funny is the whole time I'm watching the ep- the episodes too, and every time he'd get angry or like the other g- the good guys would get angry at him, all I could think is why are they yelling at doc- at Detective Lance so much? Because he looks <laughs> like Paul Blackthorne. I think. <laughs> what would you think? Do you think um, he looks like him a little?
1: Now that you think, now that you mention it, yeah, <laughs> I can see it.
0: Um. I did think it was interesting that they kind of kept, like they kind of kept his origin story the same from the comic books. Now are you familiar with his origin in the comic books? Not at all. So he is he is a Neanderthal, uh, you know, a caveman that was it, near the impact of a meteor and this meteor that touched down on on earth gave him longevity, gave him immortality. So he's lived forever because of this meteor, but they decided to change it so that he was uh, Egyptian. So he's part of the Carter Hall, Prince Khufu, and uh, Priestess Shaira uh, Kendra storyline, where the Hawks were Egyptians, and uh, he was apparently some type of priest or monk or whatever you want to call it. And uh, the, then they still had the meteor that struck down, but he got his powers. He got his immortality from that, and they got their reincarnation powers from this meteor for whatever reason. So they kind of combined the two.
1: Okay. All right, so uh, then never mind. I do know his uh, origin story. Um, that's the origin story that they use in uh, Justice League Doom.
0: Good. Yes, okay. So then, yeah, that was yeah. This is exactly the same. Um, they uh changed him so that he can well i i don't know the whole idea like the thing the uh, the hawks you know have this whole they have a really complicated past because they are these reincarnated people they're the spirits that keep reincarnating to find to find each other constantly but they're also from the planet thanagar and they're also Egyptian. So it's weird. Like, I you know, that's where their wings and their weapons come from, is the is the planet Thanagard. It's how they're able to fly. Okay. But they didn't keep all that stuff. They just kept the Egyptian part. So, you know, where you know, we might get more of that story in Legends of Tomorrow. We'll find we'll have to find out. I thought I thought it was interesting that the League of Shadows, League of Assassins knew about Vandal Savage. I mean, obviously they should. If right. you, if you think of Rachel Ghoul as being almost immortal, uh or, you know, at least the title being immortal, they would have definitely ran into Vandal Savage as many times as they, they could have. So when Malcolm Merlin shows up to be like, this is no joke. This guy is deadly. You guys need to step it up or whatever. I thought it was pretty cool.
1: Right. But, I mean, later in the episode, we find out, you know, that
0: his intentions weren't there. And exactly. They, he, he I don't know. I I want to know, can you really uh, – okay, so what is he going to do with these ashes? He says, I'm doing this favor for you, old friend. Obviously, Merlin isn't his old friend, right? Maybe, Or maybe Merlin did. He traveled the world. Before becoming part of, or after becoming League of, of Assassin, right? Right. So he traveled the world trying to figure out a way to make himself a better fighter, a better killer, to avenge his dead wife. Maybe he did come across Vandal Savage before. So maybe he, he was, that that of, was that a League Vandal. Was that maybe? Was that a, a League of Was he was he picking up Vandal Savage's ashes for the League or for Merlin?
1: I think it'd be more for Merlin because I mean the ashes would be useless without the Lazarus
0: pit, I and mean, we all know what happened to that. So you are you are you going to say that ashes can be brought back to life well, in a Lazarus I mean, pit?
1: <laughs> well, I mean you you're not allowed to throw dead
0: bodies, but you know they changed that. I know, but a dead body still has all the parts. <laughs> this is ash. He's dust, <laughs> and he didn't, it's not like. It's not like Merlin even grabbed all of the ashes. He just grabbed a handful and walked away. I don't know. If they if they bring him back to life off of ashes, I might have to say they jumped the shark there. <laughs> uh,
1: who knows? Maybe, maybe Damien will help out or... No, not Constantine, but maybe Damien. Well, Damien might know well, something. I mean,
0: obviously, he has to come back to life because... He, we know that he's a threat in the future. That's why Rip Hunter comes back to, to get heroes, right. or uh, as he says, legends. <laughs> 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 oh,
1: uh, I am. I'm not gonna lie. I've, I I love the reaction to Damian uh, as a Flash was just running around.
0: <laughs> it was pretty good. I mean, uh, he's not used to. Uh, I I would guess a a meta or a super-powered person, I guess, that fast. He I mean, he was obviously not impressed with the dude that threw cards that were his tattoos. (laughs) I just thought, this like, what was that? (laughs) (laughs) It's good stuff. Um, Why don't you think, why do you think that, like, Barry not, didn't say anything to... uh, ollie about zoom
1: i think um since you know obviously they use Ollie's help uh with reverse flash i think he just wanted to test himself and see if he could actually stop zoom without you know any help from him
0: okay i i i could see that i you know i'm sorry to to jump back to something we just talked about but uh john uh diggle after getting super sped away from Damien Dark, throwing up again. I thought that was hilarious. I, just, I can never get used to that. <laughs> uh, another big part of the episode. We get to see Ollie's son. <laughs> right? Now, why do you think they decided not to call him Connor? Because in the comic books, he has a son. His name is Connor Hawk. It's almost exactly the same same story. He uh, other than the mother made made her go away. She went she got pregnant. She realized that Oliver Queen was not going to be a good father, so she took her son away and but he never knew that she was pregnant. She raised the son in a monastery with uh, you know monks, uh, Tibetan monks where he learned to fight. And use a bow and all that stuff. I mean, obviously, being the son of Oliver Queen, he he was uh, naturally good with the bow, I guess. And uh, eventually came to, came to find his father. His father dies in a plane uh, explosion. And he takes over as the Green Arrow. Now, this William boy is way too young for all that stuff to happen. But why not call him Connor? They... M- I don't know. They might not use them at all in the future. Maybe, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe his middle name is going to be Connor or something like that. Or maybe uh, he'll, uh, we'll find out that he, Ollie has another son that is older or something like that. Could be. That could definitely happen. Uh, Last thing I really want to talk about is I am so done with Elicity. Alicity. I don't want Oliver and Felicity to be together anymore. They are boring and dumb. You monster. <laughs> uh and I don't think I'm the only one. I think that uh I've I've seen online other people who are done with that relationship and and uh I am ready for her to be the one that's in the grave. <laughs> I was actually gonna say the exact same thing. <laughs> Weren't you? Didn't you also have a theory though that maybe William is the one that was in the in the grave?
1: I no. Um. I said, oh god. Um. Officer Lance, Detective Lance. Oh
0: well, then it must have been someone else that said that to me this week because they said, w- what? I mean, what if it is his son that's in that grave? You know, because her her mother or his mother was saying, you know, you are a famous, you know, person, and I don't want that kind of. Uh, you know spotlight on my kid and i'm not saying that she knows that he's green arrow but using the analogy of him running for president or for mayor as being in the spotlight as well as well as making enemies like the arrow does what if he does get young william killed
1: that could happen
0: that'd be terrible (laughs) that would that be a that'd be a pretty powerful
1: storyline though yep and it's not the first time we've seen little kids die on
0: on arrow that's very true as well so it could happen uh you know so chalk one up another one up to who is in the grave or maybe it's just uh maybe it's william's mother that's in the grave so now ollie has to raise william on his own
1: Ooh, that's a really good one.
0: God damn it! There's so many people that it could be in that <laughs> grave. <laughs> so maybe, yeah, maybe you know, uh, his, her, his, mother, William's mother dies, and he has to raise uh, William on his own. He be- almost becomes like his Robin, and uh, he, he he starts to learn. And maybe he gives him a new name. Maybe that's where Connor comes in. Maybe maybe
1: and then so, we're just gonna forget about speedy
0: well i mean speedy is that's true she's he's already speedy is already his robin but this is more yep. like you know an orphan boy like how robin was orphaned um you know dick grayson was orphaned and went to live with bruce
1: oh that's true
0: so that's where i was getting out with that
1: okay so barring from batman yet again <laughs> yes possibly <laughs> once
0: again borrowing from Batman reshaping Batman <laughs> uh, so did you see um, I guess on Stephen Amell's uh, social media he some kid okay so some kid at some convention some little kid who was there obviously because he loves Green Arrow uh, asked Stephen Amell who would win in a fight Batman or Green Arrow and of course, Stephen Amell is going to say Green Arrow because he is the Green Arrow. He, you know, he trains to be Green Arrow. He's going to be like, yeah, of course I'll be Batman. Not trying to, not trying to start anything, but the internet went crazy. Apparently, people were crying, people were what? upset, <laughs> and just be like, Batman is the best. He would never happen. And he was just like, he, he had to get on his social media. And be like, look, I love Batman too. I dressed up as Batman for Halloween when I was a kid. You know, you guys don't understand. But I live my life now as Green Arrow. Every day I'm Green Arrow. So of course I'm gonna say Green Arrow. Plus, you know, I was a little kid that loved Green Arrow. I'm gonna, I'm gonna side with him too. So that's. Uh, I was just. I was. I couldn't believe that the internet went crazy. I mean, who's to say Green Arrow couldn't beat Batman? That's just a fight of the century that we'd have to see. That's that's you know, it's 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 a possibility. It's something that could happen.
1: (laughs) Screw (laughs) screw attack. If you're listening to our podcast, this needs to be a death battle.
0: (laughs) So listeners, whatever you think, uh, if you have any theories on who's in that grave, if you have any theories on or how do you think it would play out between Batman and, and Green Arrow? You know, go ahead and send that in. Talk to us. Tell us what you think. But I think I'm all done with this crossover episode. There was nothing else that I really want to talk about. It's. I'm excited for the Hawks. I'm excited for Legends of Tomorrow.
1: All the jokes were hilarious.
0: The jokes were hilarious. Uh, Cisco was on his game. We, oh, I, you know what? We didn't talk about the big thing. Uh, once again, the Flash went back in time. He saw ollie get killed he saw the hawks get blasted the ollie get get incinerated and he and ollie said the line he said run barry run and he ran he ran so fast that he uh went back in time and he, he changed the future
1: he did so and...
0: when i was watching this episode i was watching it with uh jeetzy i don't know uh if uh, you came across the same thing. But he he asked me, why is it that when he goes back in time, he ends up taking the, over the place of the other Barry? You know what I mean? The Barry that was already there. So if you think about it, he's running and he looks over and he sees himself. Right? All right. Okay, so then from that point on, he goes, he goes forward in time having to wonder why he just saw himself. But then he goes to the point where he becomes the Barry that he saw and that Barry takes over for him. So if you know anything about impulse, the third flash or fourth flash, I guess you could say in the DCU, he had this power that he could make multiples of himself that would then go out and do things and then kind of it's almost a time travel type of thing where he kind of would get the idea of what would happen if he did that. You know what I mean? So like right. s- say say he's running down the street and there's three possibilities of what he could do to to fight Captain Cold. And of those of at that split second he decides to do all three things. He becomes three different impulses and he finds out that one one direction one direction he goes will result in a whole bunch of people getting frozen. Another direction he goes will result in him getting frozen, and the last one results in him punching Captain Cold. So all those things happen, and then he is able for it to come back, like basically to that point, that split second where he made that decision, and now he makes the decision to do the right thing. Wow. So I wonder if it's kind of like that, because he's not really taking over his place. I don't know. That's just me being super geeky and super comic boy fanboy bullshit. Uh-huh. So take it as you will. Other than that, I think the episodes were great. I thought the crossover is great. Uh, I can't wait for more Legends of Tomorrow. Agreed. Anything else you wanted to say about that episode?
1: I. No, it, it was good and it kept me entertained. I really enjoyed it. Um, just felt again, just felt like uh, the second episode was rushed, but I liked
0: it. Good. Okay, Agents of Shield. I'm going to talk about it real quick because only there was only like two real big things that happened, and they were pretty <laughs> fucking awesome. So right. here we go. Agents of Shield. Episode starts off with Coulson and uh, Rosalind. They're basically starting to have dinner with each other and they've kind of reconciled over the fact that uh, he thought she was betraying him when in actuality, she didn't know what was going on. And uh, they're sitting down to dinner and boom, fucking bullet to the throat right through a window. And they trace, the bullet, the bullet like a uh, path back. And it's about half a city away. Ward is sitting in a skyscraper and he had shot her, from a long distance, and he gets on the phone, he calls Colson, he goes, See, now you know what it feels like to have a loved one die in your arms. And it's like, Holy crap, he just fucking did that. So, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, we get uh, basically from there on, it's all about Colson and wants his revenge. He's going to go after a Ward with a vengeance to, to kill him for killing Rosalind. Ward is working with Malik to uh, get the portal opened again so they can get to the other planet where they believe that this dark king will come and uh, show them the way to take over Earth. Fast forward to the end of the episode. Ward is talking to Malik. Malik says, Look, I need you to go through the portal with the rest of the men. Uh, you need to lead them over there so that we can get the leader to come here and Ward's like why I don't want this I don't care about this part I just want to you know I just want Hydra to be uh dominant again eventually Malik talks him into use manipulating him talks him into uh getting coming to uh the other planet Malik is going to stay on earth Ward is going to lead the men there well Coulson is in, in a Quinjet above their little encampment where this portal is going to open, and he sees the heat signature that is Ward going into the portal, and he doesn't want to lose him. So he straps a parachute onto his back, jumps out of the Quinjet, and pulls a Mission Impossible fucking nosedive right into the portal from, you know, a, a, a mile up in the air, and is able to go through the portal before they shut it down. Cause if he was a half a second later, he would have slammed right into the cement and died. He would have been a, he would have been a splatter on the floor and that would have been it. But he basically just nosedived straight into without opening the parachute straight into the portal. And it was and like, no one even saw it because it was so quick and they, they heard, they think they heard something. So they turn around like, what was that? And he's like, I don't know. Just make sure everything's shut off. So he, he's, in, he's in there. The sandstorm is going crazy on the other planet. Uh, they, the ward and his men think they hear something, but they can't really see anything. And you come to find out that uh, Coulson shot through the portal. Basically, if you've ever played the game Portal, and you know what happens if you have a lot of speed, go through a portal, come out the other portal, you're going to go shooting through that portal. So he went shooting through the portal hits the ground rolls down a hill and cracks his head on a on a rock so he the episode ends with him unconscious on a desolate planet where everything is trying to kill you so now we just have to wait till next part of the next seat of this season before we find out what's gonna happen I have a theory everybody knows on this show how well it it goes when I have a theory when Mitch has a theory (laughs) So when we last we were on this planet, we saw uh, Simmons having kind of falling in love with and relying on this astronaut by the name of Will, and we kind of fell in love with Will too because he was a nice guy and he helped Simmons live. What if Will is the actual darkness that they are looking for, the thing that they want to bring back to Earth that's gonna? like kill everybody and he just took on a form that was gonna that he thought would have would help him get back to earth and for all, whatever would have happened, he, he would have worked if uh certain things didn't happen that that you know stopped him from getting to the portal whoa
1: where's m. night shamalan
0: <laughs> oh he's there don't worry he's there <laughs> so that's your uh agents of shield five minutes I don't know if I actually went five minutes this time, but we'll call it that.
1: I don't know either, but damn, that sounds really intense.
0: <laughs> it's a great fucking episode. Grabs you at the fucking first scene and doesn't let go until you see Coulson fucking on the ground. So, oh, it was crazy. Oh, all right. S- mid-season finale of The Walking Dead. <laughs> Uh, sad day. Sad day. <laughs> the tower comes down. All right. Honest, before we even talk about this episode, I just got to say I was disappointed.
1: Eh, can't blame me for it.
0: Okay. I mean, how did you feel about this episode? It was very underwhelming. <sighs> That's how I felt, too. I mean, it really, like, if you, okay, I can't, I'm trying to think about other mid-season finales. Last year's midseason finale was they get they got uh, is when they stormed the hospital to get uh what's her face back? Uh, the girl that sings. Beth. Beth, thank you. And you know, it was a pretty good episode. They they stormed the they had to kill a few people, they stormed in there, Beth died. You know, it was it was a powerful episode. <laughs> I mean that's what happened, right? That was that that was that episode, yeah. right? The mid season finale? So the yep. mid-season finale before that, uh, I believe, was when the governor attacked the prison.
1: Yep, and he went psycho and killed his people.
0: That's right. So I mean, things happen in mid-season finales. This mid-season finale was the tower came down, zombies attacked, but it kind of all just set it. Everything was kind of like a setup for when they come back next for the spring season.
1: Sadly, we had to wait that long, but yeah, you're right.
0: <laughs> That's how I felt. I mean, like, so you have you have uh, Ronnie with uh, a gun with bullets and he's getting very upset at Carl and he follows him into the garage and is like about to shoot him and Carl's like, no, you idiot. What the hell is wrong with you? And of course, he shoots out a fucking window and zombies come in from there. I mean, the whole zombies are everywhere. No one knows what the fuck to do. Everybody's going crazy, and uh, they eventually get to um, – what's the lady's, the lady that cuts hair? What's her, what's her name?
1: I can never remember her name for the life of me. So
0: wife of Porch Dick is <laughs> basically crawling everybody into her house, uh, or at least the people that we care about. And they're all trying to stay quiet, but then the kids make noise. And now they have to deal with the zombies coming in and they come up with the idea of putting on the meat ponchos, the meat and blood ponchos. And what's the one thing she tells her fucking young kid to do? Shut the hell up. Even Judith, (laughs) even Judith, the baby knows not to fucking make noise. And this kid, (laughs) they walk out the door. I'm skipping all the way to the end. They walk out the door and the kid's just sitting there talking about mom, mom, mom. Ma, at this point, I would have thrown the kid to the zombies myself. What the hell is wrong with you, kid? Shut up,
1: mommy. Ma, ma- mama, ma, ma-ma. Ma-ma.
0: mama, mama. What? I love Hi. you. <laughs> oh, this is Hi. Oh, my goodness. The kid. How I know, long- man. That was, oh, that was so irritating. <laughs> How long do you think those meat ponchos work? Um, well,
1: um, they kind of should have a luck now because uh, Sam is a little bitch and uh, <laughs> he's going to get him killed. So
0: say he didn't start making noise. How far do you think they would they could have gotten up with those things?
1: I think they would have made it to the armory.
0: Okay. And that's where they're going. They're going to the armory to try and get uh, weapons to, to kill as many zombies as they can.
1: Yep, that's where they're going. That's a plan. Um, and isn't uh, Rosita there?
0: Is she at the armory?
1: Or was it somebody else? I forgot. There's somebody in the armory, though.
0: forgot who it was. I don't remember. Uh, I know... Okay, so we got Morgan and Carol or down in the prison. And the doctor was there. And mm-hmm. uh, the one wolf was there. And they... was it? They... They... Are Carol and, and, and Morgan fight over what should happen with this guy? And true. they eventually get the they get knocked out by the wolf. And she the doctor lady, I still can't remember, remember what her name is, uh she's Terra's Crush. Yeah, Tara's Crush. The she uh Oh, was Tara in the room with them?
1: Yeah, Tara's in uh in the room with them. Wait, okay. Rosita and uh shit no they they end up making it to that room where Morgan and uh Carol are knocked out
0: okay but he she but. tells him that look you don't have to kill these people and he doesn't and that kind of goes against what we know that I mean so does that prove that Morgan was getting to him that you know the guy could have been turned I, I doubt it
1: because he still took the doctor lady as a as a hostage.
0: Well, so. he took her as a hostage because Morgan is one person that wants to keep him alive. Carol is what most of the other people are like and would want to kill him. So if he has a hostage, he can at least try and get away. But he had every opportunity to shoot Carol and Morgan while they were on the ground, and he didn't.
1: That's true. I didn't see it that way. I, I'm just thinking. He- I'm just saying he's using the doctor lady as a hostage. So you know, when the going gets rough, he's just gonna throw her to a bunch of zombies and get away.
0: That's true. He's probably gonna end up doing that. So he's still yeah. he still a jackass. But he didn't kill Morgan and Carol. So that the only true. the only death that we actually got in this episode is Deanna. Yeah, I think I don't remember anybody else dying. Do you remember anybody else dying? Maybe
1: some innocent Alexandrians that nobody gives a shit about.
0: Yeah, that, that sounds about right, probably. But, yeah, uh, the big death in this episode was Deanna, and she finally, I mean, kind of, you know, goes out, balls out, you know, fucking has, what, five bullets left in her gun, and she's like, I'll probably save one for myself, and then the zombies break into her room, and she's like, nah, fuck that, shoot as many as I can, and then scream at them. Yeah. <laughs> She goes out like an OG. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um Glenn is Glenn and Enid are still on the outside just watching everything happen. Watching everything happen. Though he sees uh he climbs up in the tree and he sees Maggie. He sees Maggie is up in a catwalk or whatever you want to call it, you know, surrounded by zombies, but she can't she can't move. And um we know that uh Daryl and Abraham and uh, Sasha are being held up by saviors because yep. everything that you have is not yours. It's owned by Negan. Yep. Oh, that's so <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but do we, re- so not only is that they have in their possession right now is a fuel truck, but do you remember what it is that Abraham picked up in the last city?
1: <laughs> yeah that's shitty man
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's very shitty but what if he's you know what if i don't know i have no idea how that scene's going to play out they have they are the they are three people against a lot of a, a bunch of dudes with guns how are they going to be able to get out of this situation i have no idea but that rpg launcher would do really good at alexandria right about now that's all i gotta yep. say <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anything else you want to say about this episode? Like I said, I I was very disappointed. I wanted, I wanted more things to happen, and I just felt like it was all just set up for the next episode. Which in a season, a half season that was f- unfucking believable and very amazing, this was kind of a letdown for a, a mid season finale.
1: I agree with you. So, question for you: What do you think uh,
0: Rick is going to do about Sam? Alright, so having not read the comic books, I do know what happens in the comic books at that point. Oh, I'm trying to remember. Okay, explain it to me. I can't remember. Uh, okay, well well people who don't want to know, you know, this is another spoiler. You can scrub ahead on the on the on the point on this point of the podcast. From what I understand, and maybe I got bad intel, but from what I understand, Sam starts making making noise, and the zombies get a hold of him, and uh, uh, what's her face, I can't remember her name, Porch Dick's wife, you know, is holding on to Carl, Carl's hand, because they're all holding hands, and and Rick is holding on to Carl's hand, so as her kid gets starts to get eaten... She's trying to pull Carl in, so that they can save Sam. But Rick is trying to pull him the other way, and he says, "No, that's not what you know. We, we got you. Got to let the kid go. You got to let it go." And eventually, he just hacks off the chick's hand. I think.
1: Oh shit! I can't remember, but yeah, I think you're right.
0: Yeah, I think that's what happens. He he basically, even though he cares about her, he cares about his kids more than anything else. So he like, look, if you don't let go of my kid, I'm going to cut off your hand and feed you to the zombies, and that's what he does.
1: (laughs) Cold-blooded.
0: You do what you got to do to save your kids, man. You do what you got to do. (laughs) No
1: arguing there.
0: (laughs) Uh, Anything else? Anything else you want to talk about this episode?
1: Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot to mention this, too. Oh, uh, it's not about the episode, actually. It's um an article I read too.
0: About Walking Dead. No. Oh, okay. About Well, so about then are we Error. done ab- <laughs> oh, so then we're done about with Hawk, Walking Dead then. Yes. Okay, good. All right. What what did you hear about Arrow? What did you what did you want to talk about?
1: Um they are uh going to use Roy Harper again.
0: Ooh, like same kid, same actor? What's his name? Yep. Co uh, Something Colton Hayes. Colton Hayes, I was gonna say something with a C. Yeah, Colton Hayes, is he gonna uh, so is gonna use him?
1: Yeah, uh they're gonna use him again for the TV show uh for the second half of the season for a couple of episodes.
0: Nice. Alright, what what so you think he's gonna come back as Arsenal?
1: Most definitely.
0: Alright. Cause uh other than Arsenal, Roy Harper has used the name Speedy. And Red Arrow. And we saw him as... I guess he kind of took on the name Speedy. And he also took on the name Arsenal. But I don't think he ever took on the name Red Arrow.
1: I don't think so either.
0: In the show, I'm saying. So yeah. either he comes back as Arsenal. And at that, I believe at the time when he took on the name Arsenal in the comic books, he actually was using guns. He wasn't using um, bows. Ooh. So whether or not he sticks with that is is who is another story um, interesting he's I, I I can't wait to find out what he's been doing maybe you know he's been uh, you know if he's been doing stuff maybe whether or not he's been keeping up his skills I should say
1: true and something just fucking clicked so you know how um the guy that's helping Ollie with this campaign and how he's been such a prominent character and we don't know why right what what if he okay so obviously there's gonna be a fucking love triangle there once Roy comes
0: back ooh cause you know love triangles are so interesting
1: exactly <laughs> also what if deep down he
0: is fucking anarchy oh my goodness. I forgot that we're supposed to see Anarchy. Where are we? Yeah, this season. He was teased. That's right. We did... He was teased. No, we saw him already, though. Did we? Yeah. I think. I'm pretty sure we saw him already. He was He was a character earlier in the show. He was the guy that wanted... Like he tried, he did things that because he, he just wanted to see what would happen. He didn't. He wasn't. He didn't pledge allegiance to anybody. Was that wait? Oh, was that was that Arrow or was that Gotham though? Are
1: you sure that was a... no? Because he's not going to be in Gotham. He was, he was supposed to be in Arrow.
0: That's right. He was supposed to be an Arrow. Because I made the whole point of saying he's a Batman villain and he's going to show up in an Arrow again. Okay. But I know we already saw him. He, he he already the 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 actor who plays him already showed up. We already saw that part.
1: Okay. Hmm. Oh he, yeah, he you're was right. The, he
0: was the guy that kidnapped uh the, the daughter of the girl the lady that was running for mayor.
1: Yeah, I just googled it right now. Okay.
0: Yep. <laughs> See folks Never mind. <laughs> we we watch so many of these shows it's hard to keep it all straight, but we we get there eventually.
1: <laughs> all right well love triangle right there <laughs> love Boom. triangle because
0: love triangles are stupid <laughs> fair Everybody enough he loves them <laughs> uh anything else anything else in general that you want to talk about
1: no uh well let me ask you and then this will probably be the last thing we cover what do you want to see from i mean what do you want to see from the rest of flash or arrow
0: you know what it's 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 crazy but they did they have teased it since the beginning of Flash uh, with that news article from the future a crisis a crisis is coming um if we see actual crisis on infinite earth or so some iteration of that in flash and arrow and legends of tomorrow i will I'd probably shit my pants that will be that will be incredible
1: yeah you that's a good point that's a really good point it could happen
0: <laughs> what well, is there something that you are looking forward to or you, or you want to see happen
1: uh, at this point no I just um I just want to see who's in the grave and I want to see the rest of uh, the Damien story arc
0: yeah I want to see what's how they're gonna deal with Damien Especially, you know, especially without a magic user on their team.
1: Hint, hint.
0: Yes. If anybody's (laughs) listening that works at CW, bring back John Constantine. (laughs) Aw,
1: hell, (laughs) Hypnoto. So
0: there you go. Uh, Another great episode of Televised Heroics. Um I'm really I you know for the most part I'm really I'm really glad about all these episodes that we had these this past week other than Walking Dead and I am ready for whatever comes next next se- or next part of the next this season and uh Agent Carter Agent Carter is going to be coming up here pretty soon so you need to watch those episodes on Netflix. Oh, I will. <laughs> and then we can talk about Jessica Jones next so uh, listeners, be prepared. I hope, I hope you've gotten your Jessica Jones in. If not, you still got time. You still got time. Probably two weeks. We might break it up <laughs> into like uh, a two-parter episode. Talk about half the season in one episode, another half in the other episode, or maybe three-part episodes. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, Daniel, what's your Twitter?
1: Daniel Von Helvetz.
0: Daniel Von Helvet on Twitter. Agent underscore of the underscore bat on Twitter for me, uh, geek, at Geek Radio on on Twitter, Geek Radio on Facebook, Radio dot com. Check us out on Stitcher, and or download us on, download us on iTunes. Give us a five star rating, give us a review because you know you want to and you love us. So go ahead and sh- spread the love. That's what I say around here. Then the doctor comes out and says, look, you can't be spreading that kind of stuff anymore. It's, it's contagious. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad for the environment. And I say, you don't know nothing, doctor. You got, your, you got your degree out of a Cracker Jack box. And he's like, no, I went to Harvard. And I'm like, all right. I, I don't know what that means, but cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That was my little bit of ranting, but uh, we can talk about that some other time. Uh, if you have any any questions, any feedback, go ahead and send it to us. Get it to us any way you can. We would love to talk to you and hear from you. So do that whenever you can, wherever you can, and make sure to tune in to Televised Rooks next week. So until then, this is Televised Rooks on the Geek Elite Radio Network. Saying geek out. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.